Brother Polite. What are you doing, nigga? Be seated, nigga. This ain't the first time you've been involved in some nefarious bullshit. And people still defend you. You should be proud that you have fooled the black community. But we're going to clean up the conscious community because this shit doesn't happen under our tag, under our name, nigga. And if I gotta do it by myself, I'm telling you, you violate. Peace to the universe. Peace to the God. Peace to the universe. What's going on, brother? <clears throat> Not a bro. Cool. What's on your mind for tonight? Uh, bro, I'm open. Cool. Um, this is DFN Universe. It is 3 a.m. on a Friday night. We could be out partying, drinking. We are here having a conversation. I don't know if we should even call it uh, black power thinking anymore. Because it's certainly not popular. But nevertheless, we are here. One there has been a takeover of the black conscious community by people of uh, nefarious backgrounds and in particular tonight um, we learn about um, Brother Polite Michael Novak he has been arrested and he's out on bail for allegations of uh, uh, sexual assault and rape against a 14-year-old girl. Um, according to news stories, um, he was mentoring the mother-daughter relationship. That was, um, that had messed up. And, and um, somehow his um, professional capacity to help and aid them um, turned into him being alone with the daughter, supposedly taking her to a club, um, according to the police report. Uh, he was, um, the, the investigation started in February of uh, this year in Miami. Now, I don't know what club you're going to take a 14-year-old to, but he said that the club was closed, so he took her to get something to eat, and they went back to her hotel room. Uh, the mother was calling, like, where's my daughter? Oh, bring her back home. 
you said, uh, we'll be there in a little while. And allegedly, he um, gave her alcohol. Uh, she somehow passed out. Um, it was some fondling and all this other stuff. And when she woke up a couple of hours later, forced his hand down her throat to make her throw up so that um, he wouldn't get in trouble for giving her alcohol. And he took her home. And um, the daughter told her mother what happened. And the mother uh, intelligently went straight to the police. And uh, according alleged to the alleged report uh, by the police report, uh, he, he asked the mother not to uh, tell what happened because it would ruin his career. And um, now he's saying, uh, because he did speak to Brother Sarnetta, now he's saying that nothing ever happened and that the allegations are untrue. The reason why he was arrested um, two days ago was the girl was given a rape as part of this investigation. And now the DNA at 4.44 in our first uh, segment tonight, uh, the, the DNA came back as a match to Michael Novak, known a.k.a. Uh, Brother Polite. And that is all we have on it. For now, hmm. um, I don't know. So, what's what, what's 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 your question? Uh, not a question. I just wanted to know if you had any comment. <clears throat> well, I, I don't know, and I don't know that all those details are correct because uh, one of the things that I read about that case was that um, he he did take it to a club. Um, I think he attempted to take her to a strip club, allegedly. Um, but not only did, did he give her um, alcohol, but um, allegedly he gave her pills. And from what I understand, uh, the, the he gave her pills and she was having some adverse reaction to the pills. So he was trying to revive her. And I think in him trying to revive her, he contacted the mom or something like that. And the mom came and saw that the child was... Um, uh, throwing up and uh, him trying to revive her, and then the police were call, was called. So I'm not sure about the details. Um, and again, all this is alleged um, um, from from what I read. So so I don't know, you know, uh, about that. Um, and I definitely don't know anything about the uh, potential um, past rape cases uh, or potential rape cases uh, allegations, um, but. When you talk about the black community, black conscious community, um, my question, because I'm not aware or affiliated with the black uh, conscious community, is is that a thing, a physical thing, or is that something that people just ascribe to? Um, how, I mean, I, I, how is that, and and or what is that? 
Well, um, like in our day, we had uh, Al Sharpton on one side. We had um, what was the guy that owned Abyssinia Baptist Church? Um, the December Twelfth Movement with uh, John Henry Clark and uh, those people. Um, uh, you had like a couple of factions of um, the Afrocentric community, the Nation of Islam. You had a couple of um, different circles of Black Power um, movement. Right. right. But but they so so but those people weren't actually. They didn't actually ascribe to that. They were just associated with that, right? Am I am I correct in saying that? Um, I'm not sure I understood the question. Okay, so but so I remember those movements, right? But yeah. those were, those were all individual movements. They they were not a collective, right? They right. they were they were not a group of people who said we are this black conscious community. People just affiliated them with a black conscious community. No, I think it was more definitive than that. Uh, you had the December 12th movement with Alambe Braff. Um, Doherty was the pastor. Doherty was the um, Abyssinia Baptist Church. Um, all of these different factions of uh, Black consciousness movement. And yeah, but but they weren't but they weren't united. Right, but it it wasn't also it wasn't um, suggested. It this is what they are, what they were, and what but they this is. But, no, well, okay. So I don't remember Al Sharpton, um, and he didn't have he didn't even have man back then. He was just um, Al Sharpton, like this uh, black preacher. Right. So I don't re- I don't remember from from my memory. I remember organizations that were black conscious organizations, even if it was a 5% nation, you know, um, the nation of Islam, everybody was kind of independent doing their own thing. And, and even in, at least in the way that I remember it again, um, uh, whether you were nation of Islam, 5% Orthodox Islam, if you went to 125th street on Sunday or Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday day, Saturday, Sunday day, whatever. If you went to 125th Street, you saw a bunch of different movements um, acting independently, even though they were all black. When I look back at it now, is it, it um, appears all black conscious thought, but they weren't acting collectively; they were acting individually. So that's why I'm asking the questions about. I'm asking the question about black um this black conscious community now are they a collective or are they um um uh, uh individually black conscious thought because i don't want to loop them together they're not looped together i don't want i'm and and I'm, I'm i'm i don't so and because i don't know i'm asking the question and are you an affiliate of this black community um, conscious thought? Um, the way that I can answer that question is, um, uh, first, I'm not um, any part of that 
protected consciousness community now um, for one reason I uh, left the movement and the nation and uh, any type of black consciousness over 20 years ago Um, not until you and I spoke did I even uh, have any interest in um, what happens to black people so me personally, I don't have any affiliation with any of those uh, new groups that have sprouted out of uh, the ones that we had. Um, in terms of uh, who's out there and are they a collective? Um, no, it's it's divided just like it was before. In mm-hmm. fact, it's just like... Um, um, what was that um, TV show which had the um, the kids of hip hop? Uh, I don't know if I got the name, the title correct, but um, it was the offspring of the hip hop um, moguls, like um, the, of the um, rap community, and so it is with the yep. um, black community and these different uh, organizations. Um, these are now the kids or well they're they're grown people now but um, they they grew up in the black consciousness uh, community Um, in in several of these different organizations these different factions and they are now taking over where we left off I don't know if that explains or answers your question. I think it does. Um, and, and, and I think it does in the sense that not biologically, um, this new generation, but um, just just a continuation um, of, of, of what was then and what is now. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I can see that. But so, and, and the reason why I asked that question, Brother Douglas, is it's because I don't want I don't want to speak for that community, right. I particularly right, and I don't know who the potential listeners may or may not be, but I surely don't want it to come back, you know, to me or to this conversation, you know, as a representative of that community, and I am not a representative of the community, and I I just want to say that I'm not. Um, while I think I have a level of consciousness or black consciousness. Um, I'm certainly not uh, affiliated in any particular way with any particular organization or community. I am. I just have my own particular black thought um, or black consciousness about things. So uh, I just want to say that if in case there is a black conscious community that's out there, because I know that they talk about um, on social media, woke people and things like that. And I know that I'm not a part of that community. You know, um, and I know that I'm not a part of, you know, any organization as relates to that. So I just want to be clear in not speaking for them. Yes, sir. So um, going back to Brother Polite, um, I don't know what's going on with with Brother Polite. I have not been. I'm sorry. Um, 
I was about to. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. I, that just distracted me. But um, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of bro polite. I haven't ever been a fan of bro polite. Um, but again, I don't know a lot about him, mm-hmm. except for the fact that he. Um, I don't even know that he has a religious population at all. Um, but the fact that he um, He's, is an advocator of um, uh, uh, what is it when you have more than one wife? Um, uh, polygamy. Yeah, he's a, a that he's a polygamist, or that he's in the polygamy, having having more than one wife. Relations. I'm sorry, bro. At some point, you're you're. It, it, you're you're dragging just a little bit, right? Um, <clears throat> may have to switch phones. Um, let's um take a commercial break and we'll come right back. Okay. Peace to the universe. Peace to God. Welcome back, Doctor Moore. This is DFN Universe. Assalamu alaikum. Peace to God. Peace to the universe. Um, did you want to finish your thought? No, I actually thought I did. Um, uh, I think we were talking about both polite uh, and then the conscious community. Um, and just not sure the de- I was just not sure the details of uh, uh, brother polite. Uh, as it relates to these sexual allegations. Um, but I was saying that I was not, am not, um, and have not been a fan of Brother Polite and, uh, and, uh, or his movement. And I'm not exactly sure what his movement is. It seems to be a, a mixture or a confusion of Black polygamy um, and Black consciousness I, I don't know what what it is, but um, whatever it is, I, I, I've not been a fan or a supporter a supporter of it. Um, surely not a, a supporter of what is alleged against him. However, I don't um, see it as being not of him. Um, I, I think a lot of his thoughts as relates to relationships and sex relationships uh, are, are irrational in my thought process as it relates to relationships. Um, so, and I'm not exactly sure what he ascribes to as it relates to relationships and sexual and or sexual relationships. Um, but it does not surprise me at all. Yes, sir. I I I wanted to make a distinction because um, now that we finished the subject on B- Brother Polite, I wanted to bring up the subject on um, this conscious community, whether it's um, perceived or people actually call themselves that, and the different factions, whatever it is, or the collective, whatever it is. I want to make a distinction myself. I can't speak for everyone that um, I don't like 
when people the distinction let me make the distinction first there's a distinction between internal conflict between these organizations between these uh people leadership there's always going to be some internal conflict or disagreement but i don't subscribe to any notion that we can't air that out publicly or we can't say that this brother ain't right I am of the um, notion that um, whenever something occurs that is criminal not internal conflict wise but is criminal in nature that we as part of that community or former members of that community have to speak out, although it is still only alleged, but any type of indication that any of us may be doing something that is impropriety, that that speaks of impropriety of a sexual and a criminal nature, I think we have to speak out, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, but I think the argument will become um, it, it, it depends on the teachings, right? So let's say, let's talk about the Nation of Islam, for example, right? Yes, sir. And the alleged allegations against the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes, sir. Right? With underage girls, right? So um, people that are not a part of the Nation of Islam have always criticized the nation of Islam for those alleged allegations, right? Um, again, I don't know those things that ever be true or anything like that, but depending on what is being taught about what underage is, certain things might be considered appropriate in quote unquote organizations, right? So I don't know what community uh, bro polite is an active member of and I don't know if that's something that's acceptable in that community and it and and or if he's going against what is quote unquote acceptable because yeah I'm assuming that um whatever he's connected with, whatever community he's connected with, um, that this was probably not his first time doing this, right? I'm just assuming. I don't know, right? But I'm just saying that, I mean, when you are a sexual predator with underage people, um, you you probably have been doing that for a while. You don't just kind of wake up and just be all of a sudden interested mm-hmm. in, in underage people. You know, so something in his mentality, if it's true, has probably been there or conditioned for a while to, for him to be comfortable if, if it is alleged true that that's what he did. Because, I, I you know, I don't know who wants to take a 14-year-old, what adult, 
wants to take a 14 year old to a strip club mm. or to have or to be intimate with them mm. what would make them wake up and want to do that mm. you know um so I, so again i don't know enough about the brother enough about his organization you know i've i've only known him prior to this allegation to be with adult women um but if something in his teachings and i don't know what his teachings are that uh, make it right to want to sleep with teenage girls or young girls. I don't understand that. I, I, I you know, I can't speak to it. I don't want to speak to it. Um, but I just think that um, probably not his first time doing that. Um, if in case that's the case. Yes, sir. You know, and why this particular girl? If in case that's the case, I don't, I don't know. So it's just too much for me to really, I mean, I, I really can't speak intelligently about it. Um, but I think his whole, in my opinion, his whole um, relationships with women, sexual relationships with women um, are baffling to me and confusing to the way that I understand relationships to be. So um, in, in one sense, um, I'm not surprised in, in that he seems to be very um, different um, as it relates to uh, uh, sexual relationships with, with women. So, and I don't understand that, nor do I prescribe to it or want to prescribe to it or, you know, have an understanding of it. So I don't know. Yes, sir. Um, the other, um, point that, um, people, um, tell me, oh, you, you shouldn't mention that, you shouldn't do this and do that, but, um, he comes from the Ancelar community mm. and that leader. Oh, um, I didn't know that he came, I didn't know he came from that. Yeah. He, he came from the Ancelar community? But mm -hmm. that's interesting if he came from the Ancelot community because if in fact he did, then because he 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 um he he says he doesn't believe in God at all. Right. He he's evolved beyond that now. But he still um thinks that um the um uh, Dr. York is divine. I saw that thing that you sent me about Dr. York, but I don't know who Dr. York is. He's the leader of the Ancelar community. Oh, he's oh, he's a new leader. No, he's the one that is doing 135 years in jail for um, a whole bunch of crimes, including sexual um, crimes against minors. Okay, so hold on, I'm confused. Um, so, Doctor York is, unless this is a new name for him, the leader of the Ancelar community. Back when I used to go there and mix a lot, was um, what was the brother name? Um, Jesus Christ, why does the name escape me now? Um, but he wasn't. I don't remember his name. But he wasn't Dr. York. Right. He wasn't Dr. Anything. He was he had a Muslim name. 
Right. Um, he he's got several names, but um, it's it's all one and the same. That um, oh, that's that's the same brother. Yeah. But that brother was he was kind of like a Sufi. Well, yeah. Um, man, I have a book by him. I <laughs> I almost want to run in my my study and try to grab that book. Well, um, we're gonna go to break anyway, so maybe you can. Uh, Get the book during break. Yeah, it's a thick book um, by him. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so going, uh, you saying that he he's still a supporter of um, the brother of the Ancelot community? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because he's, because he saw Adi Almak. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Malachi York. There you go. White York. Okay, there you go. That's his name. That's what I remember. <laughs> and then he had another name, Naya Malakazodic. Mal- uh, no, I remember I, I remember Esau. I remember Esau. Mm-hmm. And Chief Black Eagle. <laughs> Supreme Grandmaster, Dr. Malik Malachi Z. York. Now, was he born into that? It would make sense that he would be born into that. Was his mother? Um, yeah, um, probably so. Okay. Um, I don't know his uh, affiliation with Doctor York, but um, he he's um, I don't even know if they're, they're related or anything, but um, he he definitely um, still defends his brother, and mm. I see a correlation between us not wanting to say anything bad about this, um, not you, I'm talking about the people, because I've interacted with people all week about this bullshit. And people say, oh, we got to give them a break. We, we got to make sure we know all of the facts. I'm like, this is not the first time that this motherfucker is involved in some criminal activity. And if he gets off because he's got the right amount of lawyers, because he's got a lot of money. With speaking of uh, Brother Polite now, to the audience, he's got a lot of money. If he gets off, does it make it right? And we are at the 13-minute mark in DF and Universe. I think this is an ethical question to the community. Should we stand up and speak out? Well, I, I think it's a simple question. I mean, uh, that he sounds R. Kelly-ish if, if in fact, what he's alleged to be doing. Um, that sounds R. Kelly-like. Um, so I, I don't know how you argue whether or not it's, it's, it's an ethical violation. I think that it's clearly an ethical violation if that's the case. However, if it's a religious argument, then that's something different because the ethics now become blurred in that those ethical violations are blurred um, as relates to the religious um, uh, morals or ethics of his persuasion because 
in his religiosity, it might be different. They might view it different. Right. Now, from but, the outside but, world, but the ethics I want want applied is to us, not to him, because yeah, he, well, well, but he we has can't. his own trouble that he's going to have to face. And if he gets off, God bless him. I don't want to see any black man in jail. But I'm saying the community. Where, where is the ethics of the community, former and current? Yeah, but black I'm, our people. No, that no. If we don't speak out against people like this, whether he believes that it's okay, is a, is a whole different ball game. I'm talking about us with any type of ex- ethics or moral. When do we, as a community, uh, present or or former, um, whether your beliefs have evolved or changed, what person thinks that this is ethically okay in any manner or form that we would say, let's give them a chance and see what the court says? But I don't think it's... uh, Okay, so my argument is this, right? So, if he's not a part of the black community, then that's something different to me, right? And I don't know that he is. So, and and because if he doesn't affiliate with the black community and he's a part of some other community, you or I can have whatever opinion we want to have. But it's like the Mormons. The Mormons have their own rules and laws or whatever, and we can have opinions about the Mormons all we want. But we're not Mormons. So whatever the Mormons do, they have their own laws. They have their own police. They have they they, they govern themselves accordingly to you know to that. Same way like the Jews. You know, we can speak on whatever we want to speak on as it relates to the Jews or the Mormons, but they're not a part of the community. R. Kelly is justifiably crit can be criticized, in my opinion, from the black community because he is affiliated with the black community. Now, I don't know. Brother Polite's position. I don't know if he is a part of it. Again, that's why I was asking the question because I want to be clear about this black conscious community. Because if there's a black conscious community and he's a part of it, then yeah, that black conscious community gets to speak on that. But I don't. But I don't know, and I didn't know if you was a part of it or not. So it's hard for me to speak intelligently about his situation um, from my perspective if he's operating from something different. So it's, it's like, I can't speak about the Jews. I can't speak about the Mormons. If I, even if I do speak about it, it's not intelligently. It's not, you know, I, I, I'm not a part of that community. I don't know what the rules and laws are. So whatever the rules and laws are of the community that he's a part of, and that's one thing. And so my question to you will have to be, do you know what community he's a part of? He's a part of the black community by default. Oh, I can't say that. I, I mean, I can't say that. I can't. I can honestly say that. Okay, so then I because so, so then I gotta take I, I gotta take I gotta take myself out of that then. Because okay. I because I can't. Because I don't know because because I can't if he says he's not, then I can't say he is. If he if he's not identifying with the black community in the sense that the regular black community, that's not what he's identifying as, I'm not going to say, yes, you are. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. If 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 Armstrong Williams, if 
um, what's the brother name? Um, uh, the doctor, the um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the the doctor that used to that was a neurological doctor um, is now a part of the Republican Party. Um, they used to ben separate twins. Ben Carson. If if they don't identify with the black community, I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, you niggas are black. No, and you, but if they say no, I'm not. I'm not gonna put them in that. So I don't know what this brother polite. I don't know what his position is, right? So I can't until I do know. I I I am not going to just jump out there and be like, oh yeah, Negro, you is a black part of black community, and you are gonna get this smoke because X Y Z. Because if he say, I don't fuck with niggas like that, or I don't fuck with these niggas like that, then, hey. To me, so, hands off. So Ben Carson is not black because he says he's not. Yeah. If a gay person... <laughs> if, if, why is that funny? If, 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 if That's a gay, very funny. So you, okay, it's, okay, okay. Olsen is, is um, whatever... Candace Owens is not black because she says she's not. Yes. Stacey Dash is black because she says she's not. It, brother, in my opinion, and yes. And you, you fall for that? Brother, you can say if I fall for it or not. You asking me a question, I'm trying to answer it honestly and as intelligently as I can. If what someone is intelligent said, about that, brother? Let me fin- if you let me finish, I'll tell you. Yes, if a sir. person, if a, if a man says he's not a man, then I, and, and, and he says he's a woman, then I have to respect. I I I can argue all day. No, nigga, you is a man. But if someone says they're they're gay, they are identifying as X, Y, and Z, I can't make them based on my understanding of it or my perception of it. That if a person says, "Man, I ain't, I ain't," I, if 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 Ben Carson, Armstrong, Williams, Candace Owens says, "I ain't like y'all niggas," I gotta respect them saying that they not. I can't right. be like. Oh yes, you are. Granted, granted. Uh, so then I'll give you another question because it seems like you're skating around the answer. He is. He is a, a U.S. citizen. Even Ben Carson is a U.S. citizen, right? Okay. And we have we have uh, social norms or, or social um, ethics and no matter what religion you are or lack of religion you are, is there anything in our social norms that says it's okay to take a 14-year-old, which he has admitted, a 14-year-old to a club? Brother, again, I... I'm asking you a question. I'm trying to answer the question, brother. Let me respond. <laughs> so, If you're going to tell me that because he's not black or Bro, listen. Tell you that he's can, a U.S. citizen. Bro, I don't. Can you let, bro? Let me finish my point. I don't yes, care sir. if he's a U.S. citizen. I don't care whatever. What I'm saying is, if he's not identifying as that, if he's not identifying as a U.S. citizen, because he's not identifying as a part of the black community, then I can't hold him to standards that I want to hold him to. So, is this like if if as a if as a gay person saying, you know? I ain't regular. I ain't this. I ain't that. I I can't. I can't say. In my opinion, 
that I'm gonna hold you to the same standards as X, Y, and Z. I just so I, so 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 to me, I don't. I, again, I, I I am going on record saying I can't speak intelligently about the dude. I don't know enough about the dude, and I'm not gonna be a gossip column, you know, just to be talking about things, just to be talking about things unintelligently. I don't I don't know well, that I'm dude. I'm just I, saying what he said. He said that he took a 14 year old girl to a club. Okay, this so came I, out of his own mouth. Okay, I don't. I, bro, Where is that? Okay, bro, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know that to be true. It I, came I, out of I, his own mouth. Can you, I sent bro, you the video, bro. Let me finish. Okay, so what? You sent me a video. What I'm, what, what I'm saying is, what I read is what was, what was reported. It wasn't. I didn't read anything about what he said. I read what was reported. According to what I read, it said that he denied X, Y, and Z. So I don't know. So I, I I don't know, and I'm not a I'm not a jury, you know, or a judge to 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 make decisions or to condemn or whatever. And I'm in in my opinion, outside of whatever he is, I think it's wrong. In my personal opinion, but that's all I wanted from anybody. I, I, but, I've, but, I've had the but, same argument with with other people this whole week. Okay, and I may be a little biased, but let me just finish this point. I may be a little biased because I have daughters. That so have been molested. Well, I have daughters. So what to me? Okay, but I have a daughter too. Yeah, but my daughter has been molested. These same type of criminal activities that my daughter went through are so familiar to what had happened to that fourteen-year-old girl. And I have a little bias. Forgive me for having a little bias. And if that is unintelligent to speak that way, or uninformative to speak that way. So be it. Well, I understand the bias that you might have as related to that. Then, I, I I really do, and I don't want to be unsympathetic to that. But I'm just simply saying. So if I'm if I speak if I'm step I just want to step out of where you are with your bias because I understand that and I want to be empathetic to, towards that. I wasn't speaking from that perspective. I was speaking from a perspective of, um. So I was speaking from a perspective because I, I, I come from a lot of different things, right? And right. and so and when I say I come from a lot of different things, what what for example, like to me the drug game or the pimp game, people outside of the drug game or the pimp game wouldn't understand the rules that go with that, right? right. But there's there's rules that go with that. And so the outside world is going to judge that a different way, but when you but if you get into the drug game and you hustling, you you can't the outside rules don't apply in that game. You 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 can't step in here and say I'm gonna sell drugs. I'm you know I'm a hustle, and then think you can apply those rules in that game because you you're in the wrong game now, right? And so same thing with pimping. When 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 it's when you get into pimping and hoeing, that's a different game. And outside people can make judgments, but they're making judgments from a misinformed perspective of that world because they're not a part of it. And so I was just simply saying, and I wasn't trying to defend the brother at all. I was just simply saying or asking the questions: Is he a part of something? That's different. 
And and that's what I wasn't clear about. Because if he's a part of something where those norms are something that happens, then that's something different, right? And and I can't, like, I can speak to um, hustlers and pimps, but I'm only speaking from, if I'm speaking from an outside world and judging their world, then I'm, I'm just being judgy because I don't know their, their world. I, I think it's wrong for people to, to force people into that world, but I think when people get in that, get into that world, the rules are, are different and you can't apply them. It's just like going to prison. The rules are different when you go to jail. They don't know, the outside world can't judge, well, they can judge, but I'm just saying that the rules are different. They, 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 they change. Once you get, once, once you go to jail, you, you, those civilian rules don't apply. It's, it's a different world. And so, um, not to lose the point about bro polite, and I just want to say again, I don't know bro polite, and I don't know what his um, situation is with with the women. I know he just I I only thing I know for sure he has a lot of women. And I don't know what his relationships is with them, but I I think that those are consensual relationships, right? And I think that, um, and I don't know there's age limits. I just don't I just don't know, but I can understand what you're saying um, in terms of being sensitive about it as it relates to yourself. So I, I can respect that and understand that. Um, I can just only speak. If, but if you're asking me, then I might not be the best person to ask because I'm, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. You're, you're looking at it ob- objectively. Yeah. Understood. I, I can respect that. Yeah. I because, even see your point. Because because to me, the mom that even allowed him, she must have had some type of trust to give, you know, allow his daughter, her daughter to go with him any place. Because my 14-year-old, when she comes to me and says, I want to go X, Y, Z, I'm like, who... Okay, going with who? Who's who's the mom? Who's the dad? Oh, let me speak to this person. Let me speak to that person. Going where? From what time? Going what place? I'm I'm just like, you know, you know, just I'm I'm okay. What time you gotta be picked up? Okay, who's taking y'all? You know, I'm I'm you know just like, boom 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 boom. Even my son at seventeen, you going where? What time you getting out work? Who you coming home with? You know, I'm just like. You know, no, you just can't do X, Y, and Z. And 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 even if you know, my son is seventeen. He's like, but dad, I'm seventeen. Okay, you seventeen. You still live in my house. You gotta follow my rules. Yes, sir. So I'm so I'm saying, but if you don't, but but if there's different rules, if my household is different, or another household is different, you know, and. They don't follow the same rules. I got to say to my kids, hey, I don't care what's happening over there. I'm just telling you what's happening over here. No, you can't go to that that person's house because I don't know their parents. No, you can't spend that over there because I don't know their parents. No, you can't do X, Y, Z because, you know, how responsible am I as a parent to take my child here or allow my child to go there? No, you got to ask permission. Can you do what? You know, 
My son is almost 18 now. I'm still like, nah. You know, yeah, you eight, you almost 18, but you still live in my house you, and you still, you know, in high school. Yes, sir. You know, can you do X, Y, and Z? You, no, you can't, you can't just do that. You got to ask your mom and your dad and you got to get permission. And I don't care that your friends don't have to, but you have to. Yes, sir. If you want to hang out after you get off work, I need to know. You want to hang out where? With who? I mean, that's just how I feel about it. And we are at the 31-minute mark in DF and Universe. Damn, where did that time go? <laughs> it was an interesting conversation, brother. Um, you are in DF and Universe. With, uh, this is MF Doug. My co-host, Dr. Moore, and uh, we'll be right back with more interesting topics after these messages. Remind me to talk about what happened in Afghanistan, brother. Okay. And we'll be right back. Peace to the universe. Peace to God. Peace to the God. Peace to the universe. Um, I'd like to say something to the audience. Um, this is what um, your Uncle Douglas is going to tell all of you about black power movements. Because you to go downhill and I don't trust none of these bastards. And I want you and the black youth to take this advice from me. Go to school, number one, which means going to college. Number two, advice from your Uncle Douglas, get a job. Number three, go to grad school. Number four, start your career. This means beyond the job. Number five, I want you to earn at least for now in 2021, $70,000 per year. These are your goals. Number six, pay off your student loans. Number seven, invest buy property, etc. And those seven principles or seven laws, no matter what you believe or don't believe, no matter who you are uh, or who you want to be or where you came from, if you follow those seven rules from your Uncle Douglas, that is black power. This other shit with these organizations, I wouldn't give two cents to them. Excuse my rant, uh, Dr. Moore. Um, I'll let you continue. Okay, so let me, uh, I'm, I'm going to get back, uh, go back to where you just left off. But I just want to uh, start off by saying, um, in our conversation, um, I, I want to say that um, I did not want to come off 
um, unempathetic um, or sensitive. Right. I didn't perceive uh, that. As relate as relates to your situation, particularly as it relates to your situation as your daughter, in in fact, it didn't even cross my mind um, when when we were having the conversation about brother polite. Um, I could clearly understand now your um, position, um, but I, I I wish that I had known that in the beginning of the conversation, and not that I would have not been unorth. Uh, not authentic, but at least I would have gone into the conversation knowing your perspective. Um, right. Uh, because I, I wasn't thinking that way. It made sense that you um, w- would take that position. And I am by no stretch of the, uh, imagination um, um, welcoming or um, advocating uh, what uh, Brother Polite has allegedly done as as a right thing to do. My only um, position was that I I don't know in where he was acting from. I don't I don't know the. I was simply saying I just don't know the background, and I don't. Right. And because I didn't know the background, I don't I didn't know if that was a standard thing based on the culture in which he was operating from. Right and and. And so, so, and, and I'm I'm saying that because I remember when all this stuff happened with Honorable Muhammad and Malcolm X having a conversation with um, Minister Farrakhan, <clears throat> and I remember the spin <clears throat> that was put on it. Yes, and sir. the spin that was put on it was that the Honorable Muhammad was a prophet. He wasn't a regular man. He was a prophet, and as a prophet. The prophet was was entitled to more than one wife, and yeah. and because the prophet was entitled to more than one wife, what was considered a wife and what was considered the proper age of a wife. So there was a different context in within the organization that was being understood that that was not being understood without outside of the organization, right? So. Um, so same way, like with within my fraternity, right, and in masonry, there mm-hmm. there are rules that we follow in those organizations that right. outside the organization don't understand. And so I was speaking from that those perspectives, right? Like people on the outside says pledging, pledging. You know, the the law says pledging is illegal, mm-hmm. right? And pledging is illegal. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it does or doesn't exist. I'm just saying that I understand. Right. For whatever that means, and for whatever audience that understands or doesn't understand, they know what I mean when I say that. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, same way with masonry. Um, I, I, there are certain things that are not supposed to happen, but there are certain things that do happen. And for those that understand, understand, and those that don't, they don't. So right. and 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 that's the reason why I was taking that position because I know I have been and you know and a part of situations where um I understand the outside rules and I understand the inside rules. Yes, sir. I just don't want us as a black community or as US citizens to create an atmosphere where 
somehow what was done by polite alleged or not is somehow okay if you have a certain belief or a certain organization. Um, I'd also like to clarify the point that the youngest girl that Elijah Muhammad married was 21. The allegations that um, they were underage teenage secretaries was not true at all. Um, I'll give you the last word on that. We're at the seven minute mark in DF and Universe. This is MF Doug, and my co host is Dr. Moore. Um, yeah, and so, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm done as relates to, to that topic, um, bro, polite, but, um, you were given references, uh, you were given points, um, in terms of, uh, what future generations should do in terms of um, I don't know if it was education or being successful. Right. I think you, you gave like seven points. Can you give those seven points again? Sure. Hold on. <clears throat> and these are the seven points of what black power should be about. Not not organization, not belief, but just follow these seven simple rules. Um as advice from your Uncle Douglas. And that, that first rule is to go to school, which includes go to college. And this is for the young people. It's for old people too, but um, particularly for the youth and particularly for the black youth, because we seem to fail at these seven things. Get a job is number two. Number three is go to grad school. And I've failed at this myself, so I have some self-improvement to do myself. Number four, start your career, which means that this goes beyond a job. You are now, whatever you have studied in school, now making that your business. So that's what it means by start your career is number four. Number five, earn at least is 20. Of course, this number will increase. But number five is earn at least seven per year. Based on your education, this should be very um, possible to do, even at, in 2021. Um, number six, pay off your student loans. Get rid of the debt, because debt is slavery, but don't um, shirk on your student loans. All of the investment in you to get that college degree should be rewarded with you being able to pay off the loan. And if your career where it needs to be, that's going to be difficult. And lastly, number seven, invest, which means buying property and other types of investments like stocks or investing in a business but these are all the things, and you need to do them in those those steps in that order because it will make life much simpler for you. And that is the basis of Black Power, not organization. Okay. All right. Um, so, let me, so let me just say, um, a number of these things I, I, I have done. Right. And a number of these things I've done. <laughs> Um, but I haven't necessarily done them in that in that order, right? 
Um, because get a job is is I, I I don't even know if I would put that on there, particularly as number two, because I I got a job out of high school, and mm-hmm. that job didn't do shit for me, and which is the reason why I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it was just getting a job was going to be the answer, then you know you can work all your life, and all you're going to ever have is a job. Right. So, um. Uh, going to college, going to school. Um, I'm an advocate of going to college. Um, I spent my first four years of life after high school um, thinking I was going to get rich. Um, you know, you know, in the drug game and all that other stuff. Yes, sir. Um, I can tell you that that's not that's not the answer. Um, so. Going to college, going, you know, was something that worked for me. Um, if you don't go to, uh, I'm definitely an advocate of going to college. Um, but if not, if you're not going to go to college, you definitely need to understand what career to, what career decision you want to go into. Because you definitely need to get a trade. You definitely need to, to get something that is going to allow you to make a living for yourself and for your family. Um uh, you said number two, get a job. Um, I, I'll come back to that. Um, the third thing was go to grad school. Yeah, uh, go to grad school um, depending on what your undergrad major was on. Um, if Here's what I'll say about going to college first before I even talk about grad school. Yes, sir. N- know why you're going to college. Don't Don't go to college just to go to college. Go to college and understand why you're going there and what you're going there to do. There are a lot of us that go to college because people told us go to college. Hmm. And you go to college and you come out of college with a bum degree. Hmm. The last thing you want to come out of college doing, and and here's a mistake that I made. I went to college for that very reason Mm -hmm. that after four years of being in the streets, I was like, okay, go to college. I went to college and my bachelor's degree was in political science and history. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to come out of college mm. <laughs> with is a degree and have to explain to an employer what your degree can do for, for, for that occupation. Mm. And that occupation is get a job. So now you need to get a job and you need to explain to the employer what your degree can do for them. That's yes, the last sir. thing you want to do. You never yep. want, you don't ever want to be in that position. So I'm not I'm not saying go to college and get a degree because if you're going to college just to get a degree, you can get a degree in basket weaving. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get a degree in 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 you know the most mediocre thing in the world. So I'm not saying go to college just to go to college. You know, while I think going to college and the experience of college is not it's not only just getting a degree, but the experience of college um, is rewarding in and of itself. Changed my life. Yes, sir. You know. I, I met people, I made friends, um, you know, been, been, you know, fraternities and things like that um, with things that um, college exposed me to that I would have probably never have been able to, to do. But I think something you said um, in terms of joining an organization, joining an organization is probably not going to be your meal ticket. Mm. I, don't, I don't care what you join. Masonry, mm. uh, fraternities, you know, black power movements, you know, if you're looking at those things as being your ticket 
to your salvation or your freedom or you making money, um, that's, that's not what it's going to do. Uh, organizations are, or just what they are, they're organizations. They're designed for you to come in and do work. So you, if, whatever you join, you're joining it to do work. So understand why you're joining an organization um, before you before you join it. Um, grad school. We're at the uh, um, we're at the 15 minute mark in DF and Universe. It is 4:18 a.m. and we are listening to my co Dr. Moore. Continue. Okay. Grad school, I say, is a plus. Depending on what your major was, um, uh, definitely build on to it. For me, grad grad school was a must. Uh, I was a political science and history major. Um, coming out of college with a, um, uh, you know, political science and history major, unless I was going to go to law school or something, or become a history teacher, or something like that. Um, or get into politics. Or get into politics. Um, probably was not. You know, I need I need to be that type of focus to do that. But That's I came true. out. But I came out of college and, and did just that. I got into politics and all that other stuff. Um, <laughs> it just didn't um, pan out for me the way that I wanted to pan out. But um, uh, start your career. Um, yeah, I, I believe in starting your career. I'm not sure if I see it as number four. Um, but whatever it is you get into, that's probably going to be the start of your career. Uh, whether it be whatever you went to school for, that's probably going to be your career, the start of your career. Um, earn $70,000. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, that's fine. $70,000, um, that's a... That's that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good starting level. Um, uh, starting level uh, earning potential, depending on what your degree was in. Um, but yeah, Which I mean, that's, may even give you a little idea of what fields you should um, select if you can, if you got the uh, the um, brain power to um, get those type of degrees. See, right. see what um you can get for seventy thousand dollars a year. And that's easy to do. I, you know, what I do with my kids is I, I tell my kids, I say, okay, here's what we're going to do. You know, you're going to research the the top paying jobs in the next 10 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you, you, we're going to research the top paying jobs in the next 10 to 20 years. That's smart. And, and, and that's, where, that's where we're going to start. We're going to start there, right? So, because what because what I was told and what I know now with my kids is, I say, I, it's it's not about just getting a job and going to college, hmm. because people used to say go to go to college to get a job, you know, and people would come out and they would be school teachers and they would be, you know, lawyers or they would become doctors. But what I've learned is that you're more than a teacher, you're more than a lawyer, you're more than a doctor, hmm. and if you consume yourself with just being that one thing, you have neglected all the other things in life that you could be. Because mm-hmm. you could you could be a hundred things, you could be ten things. Mm-hmm. So what I tell my kids is, here's what you need to do. You need to do, have a career, have a job, have an occupation that allows you to, to, to do what you need to do 
so you can do what you want to do. <coughs> right. <coughs> right. So you can be all of these different things all at one time. If if if, if you want to skateboard, if you want to hang glide, if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to be uh, 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 um, what's uh, the people that um, fly airplanes, um, a p- airplane pilot, uh, uh, a pilot, you know, you want to do all those things. You, if, if you secure your base in terms of what you're doing to make a living, you can now become all the other things you want to do. You can become a guitar player. You can become an, an, an artist. You can become all these other things that you don't you that you normally wouldn't be able to make a living at doing. Hmm. But because now you're able to make a living on your foundation, you can now do all these extra extracurricular things. So now you could be an artist, artist. You could be a singer. You could you could, you could be all these different things, right? But we the mistake that we were taught is be this one thing, be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Be a lawyer, be a doctor, be you know X, Y, Z. Well, you you can be all of those things plus, mm-hmm. and those and those are things that I tell my kids now. Yeah, um, we're at the uh, twenty minute mark in DF and universe. Continue and pay off student loans. Here's a, here's a smart thing about student loans. Mm-hmm. One of the worst things I hear people say is, you "Go to college, you will come out, you will have student loans to pay." Man, that is the dumbest thing hmm. to me and the dumbest argument hmm. because you you cannot go to college, right? But you can get a job and you and you and you gonna buy a car to go hmm. to work, hmm. and that car gonna cost you twenty thousand hmm. dollars, and it's gonna and it's gonna take you five years, six years to pay for it, hmm. right? You could go to college. For way less than twenty thousand dollars a year, right? Get a degree that will way pass, that will earn you way earning potential to pay whatever that little student loan was. Right. You can get a grant, you know, to help you along the way. You, you know, with paying your student loan while you're there. There's mm-hmm. so many different ways and avenues to pay for a simple bachelor's degree. Your people act like. You're going into like buying a home when you buy a, when you get a student loan at a bachelor's degree. I'm like, that is the most ignorant thing in the world. Hmm. You go, you you right. go buy a home. Deter you from going to college, which is stupid. <laughs> you 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 go buy a home and you get into a thirty year lease. Hmm. You know, and it's like, and you don't have any any security or backfall on that. Hmm. But somebody saying, oh, go you know go buy a home. Yeah, I, I'm not saying don't go buy a home, but have earning potential to pay for the home. Hmm. So instead of getting into a 30, 15-year lease, you now have a job that will allow you to be able to pay off the house in maybe, you know, 10 years. Yes, sir. You know, you, you're you not going to be able to evade, you know, getting some type of loan to increase your, your lifestyle. Hmm. Your hmm. education is your freedom. If you look at if you look at Barack Obama, Barack Obama now and his wife came into the office of the president of the United States with student loans. Mm-hmm. They left there free of that. Mm-hmm. Your education is your freedom. Mm. There you go. 
don't let people detect. Don't let people detail you from that. Right. We're at the 22 minute mark in DF and universe. All right. I think last, one more. All right. Last statement invest property stocks. Look, if you do all the aforementioned, you 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 have property, you have stock. It comes with it. Right. It comes with the territory. And those are power. Whether you're black, white, or whatever you are, Martian. Those are power moves. And we are at the 23-minute mark in DF and Universe. A quick story, brother, before we leave. Um, then I do have to talk about Afghanistan. Um, the uh, Bill Cosby's wife. I forget her name right quick. Um, she was from a well-to-do uh, Maryland, uh, Baltimore family. And her parents did not want her to marry Bill Cosby. Allegedly. Well, no, this is a, her backstory. She's, um, she's got a, a, was it a book or a do- it was a um, documentary? Um, but she got the, um, anyway, but she went back to school herself. Um, so not only did she have, um, um, Bill Cosby didn't have any money back then. And um, Dick Gregory was the biggest comedy name for black people. And uh, Bill Cosby became the biggest name because, um, what is his name? Dick Gregory stepped aside. He He went into the movement. And then Bill Cosby emerged as the biggest uh, black comedian. Well, he didn't emerge. He didn't emerge as the the, the biggest um, comedian or whatever. But uh, Dick Gregory actually anointed him right as as as, as an ex comedian. He gave. He said. He said specifically, "Give my appointments to this guy." Right. And that guy that he said give it to was Bill Cosby. That is correct. So all of this is um, something that youth, I'm talking to you, you young people that think you know everything. If you just listen to me on that, I guarantee you'll have all the black power you ever need. Um, Afghanistan, brother, quickly. We are at the 25 minute mark in DF and universe. Afghanistan's hanging off the plane. What happened? I'm sure there's some political science left in you. <laughs> what happened? Actually, there's none, bro. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with Afghanistan, honestly. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm seeing a whole bunch of stuff that's ha- that is happening as it relates to that. I don't know what's going on with Afghanistan. <laughs> well, you know. Um, 9-11 happened and then we entered Afghanistan um, because that was where the Taliban was and Al-Qaeda was. First it was Al-Qaeda that we were going to get out of Afghanistan. Then it turned into the Taliban who were protecting Al-Qaeda. Uh, so this is where the, these two 
notorious names come from Al-Qaeda and Taliban and from Afghanistan. We would eventually go into Iran, uh, not Iran, Iraq, and have a war with them because we said that they, the Taliban were also heavily into um, um, Iraq and they were trying to take over Kurdish space, whatever. All of this was led to what we saw on TV. I had never seen no shit like that in my life. Three people were still hanging on to the plane. I don't know if they died, but um, it never said that they died. But they fell off the plane <laughs> while it was in the air. Right, it was the most craziest shit I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and I've seen some crazy shit. But um, so what happened is the U.S. went into Afghanistan, Afghanistan 20 years ago to so-called liberate the company the country and now they are withdrawing uh, it started with um donald trump making this withdrawal um because he said we were spending too much money to protect the country and we trained this military these afghani military to self-govern so we're gonna leave and biden is the one who find the signed the final order to withdraw the final troops and then that's where you got this frenzy that we saw in the video bro um <laughs> i i don't i don't know how to have a conversation about that um <laughs> yes sir I, I i don't know um what's happening in afghanistan i don't know what's happening with america and in <laughs> afghanistan um, it seems to be a complete mess. There's a lot of confusion. Um, and I haven't read enough on it uh, or am I familiar enough with it to understand exactly what's going on. It just seems to be a complete chaos. But um, I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm only, even if I attempted to speak on it, <laughs> I will only be speaking on it based on um, the information that I received from the American government. I don't know what's happening actually right. in that country, so I, I really can't, um, you know, pros and cons of it. Yes, sir. I, I just don't know. And on that note, um, we are at the 29-minute mark, brother. We have less than a minute. Any final thoughts? No, bro. Um, final thoughts is um, I did a panel um, discussion this this week on um, uh, emotional intelligence, mm. where I was a speaker on that panel, mm. and we talked about emotional intelligence, and it was interesting because I spoke about they was asking what 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 is emotional intelligence. Um, specific question that was asked of me is um, how has emotional intelligence um, affected uh, black men and boys or black boys and men <clears throat> and so I started off by um, saying that I understand emotional intelligence as our ability to acquire um, and apply um, uh, um, 
our ability, our ability to to acquire and apply knowledge and skills um, of that information that we have. And so we're talking about, you know, being able to apply knowledge and skills and understanding of the of emotions. And our emotions are um, how we interact with the world based on how based on how we feel. And, you know, <clears throat> it was interesting because I was like, well, um, for black men and for black boys, um, we're often taught not to deal with emotions at all. So mm. we don't, we, we, we don't deal with, we, we don't know how. And so we lack that. And I was definitely one of those people that, that lacked that um, knowledge and skill of how to deal with emotion, emotional intelligence. But um, I said to them, um, one, of the, one of the things that stuck out to me the most was that I remember watching a clip about Jay-Z talking to one of his therapists or talking to his therapist. And he was saying that a lot of fights um, took place in the community or in his community where he grew up in the hood was that um, people would get into fights because someone would say, why are you looking at me? Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, person will reply, "I ain't looking at you." But the person that was asking the question, "Why are you looking at me?" They was asking that question because they felt like someone could see their hurt, mm-hmm. someone could see their pain, and they didn't want them to see that. And so they would be like, "Why are you looking at me?" Mm-hmm. And and they were willing to defend or fight that person so that that person couldn't see their hurt or couldn't see their pain. And, mm-hmm. and so a fight would ensue. Mm-hmm. And so I then said to the audience, you know, it, it, it was something that I can relate to because it was something that I dealt with because growing up with, um, you know, not ever knowing my father or um, the horrible relationship that I had with my mom um, and negative relationship that I had with her was, was, was painful for me. And and so in that being painful for me, I, as a result, found myself getting into a lot of fights and, you know, um, acting out that emotional intelligence in a very dysfunctional matter, manner, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, I didn't know anything about emotional intelligence. I just knew that emotionally I was, you know, sad or hurt or mm-hmm. angry. And and so I found myself in a lot of bad situations in terms of fighting, in terms of um, a very destructive um, lifestyle as 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 a young person. Wow. And so I, I was saying um, to the audience, well, was that you know I didn't have a emotional intelligence level. I just you know emotionally intelligence those two didn't even go together for me. You know mm-hmm. I you know. And, and it was so bad for me that I I realized, well, I realize now when I look back at it, is that I was dysfunctional. And mm-hmm. I was so dysfunctional that in order for me to function, I had to make my lifestyle dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So everything that I became involved in, I had to make it dysfunctional so I could function. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I wasn't doing that consciously. Right. I was doing it unconsciously. Right. You know, and so again, talking about emotional intelligence was very um, 
it, you know, it, it was very enlightening and it was very challenging because emotional intelligence, it was something that we just did not, uh, it was something that I just did not know. And how, if you ask me the question, how it affects, you know, African-American men and, men and boys is that it's something that we don't understand, something that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of my um, uh, uh, other statements to them was, um, we have a person called Abraham Maslow, right? And Abraham Maslow talks about the hierarchy of need. And the highest archy of need is self-actualization, right? Mm-hmm. But there's something called homostasis. Homostasis means balance, right? Mm-hmm. And, and homostasis meaning balance is that you can't self-actualize if you don't have balance, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have balance, you can't self self-actualize, but not only can you self not self-actualize, but how you how can you deal with emotional intelligence when you aren't balanced, right? And so I'm talking so in dealing with Abraham Maslow and him talking about the hierarchy of need, the basic need for people was food, right? Home and shelter. And then when you don't have that, how do you get to self-actualize? How do you get to the point of dealing with um, this emotional intelligence. You can't be emotional intelligent if you're hungry, hmm. right? You can't be emotional intelligent if you're homeless. Hmm. You know, you can't be emotional intelligent if you don't have clothes. So I was saying that what we need to understand is the homo homostasis balance. Even if I'm having a conversation with you, right? Mm-hmm. If my homostasis is off, my balance. Mm-hmm. If I don't have balance with myself, I haven't eaten, right? I haven't slept. I can't have a, you know, if if something else is off with me, I can't have an intellectual conversation with you. Right. Because my balance is off. I can't be in a relationship because my balance is off. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and and so what I was saying to the audience is when we talk about emotional intelligence, think about where a person might be and you trying to have or or hello hello I'm gonna text you brother hello Hello. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. It is 4.40 a.m. You are in DFN Universe. Extended. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace to God. I don't know what happened. It usually cut you off at 42 minutes. It cut off at 37.55. Yeah, I think it was my, I think it was my ear pause, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's late, so um I was just closing out. Point. But um so yeah, so I was I was basically uh, I was just basically talking about um Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of need um and uh how it relates to our um um homostasis, which is balance. Mm. And 
how that relates to our emotional intelligence and what our emotion, emotional intelligence is and how we can or cannot get to that level of, of emotional intelligence because you can't, if, if you're homeless, right? Mm-hmm. Your balance is off. Right. You're looking for food. You're looking for shelter. Your emotional, your emotional intelligence about how to deal with maybe if you had a child, you know, or being courteous to someone is off. Right. You're not balanced. You, you, you're not emotionally, you can't be emotionally intelligent. If you're, if you're in a marriage, right, and you don't have money, you can't provide for the family, your balance is off. You're not emotionally intelligent. You can't have an emotionally intelligent conversation. Yes, sir. You know, so when we talk about emotional intelligence, if you're walking into a job, everybody's emotional intelligence might be different. You don't know if that person ate that day, ate that morning, is going to eat that evening. If you're teaching children, you're talking about emotional intelligence, if that kid came to school and that kid didn't eat before they before they left the home, if that child didn't bathe before they left the home, you know, the emotional intelligence is all. So when we, when, when, so in me having the conversation about emotional intelligence, I'm like, you know, we want to be careful about having a general conversation among people who might be balanced, right? Because if we're balanced, that's one thing. But if we interact with people that aren't balanced, then that's something different. And I'm not just talking about financially. Hmm. Talk about emotionally. Talking about hmm. psychologically, right? Hmm. If the balance is off, how how are we emotionally intelligent? How are we evaluating that? Yes, sir. So, um, again, I, I don't want to elaborate uh, much more, but that's kind of how the panel went for me. It sounds interesting. Um, we can pick up this conversation tomorrow night when I plan to take over the world. I'd like to say in parting, um, it was Dick Gregory's birthday yesterday, if I understand correctly, from We All BTV celebrated his birthday, August 19th. Um, he's uh, joined the ancestors since 2017. I didn't know it was already four years doesn't seem that long ago uh rest in power stay in peace dick gregory and this is still black august month we'll uh, get into that uh, tomorrow to reach me and leave a comment it is one three four seven seven five four seven four four zero at one three four seven seven five four seven four four zero any contact information you want to leave brother no bro um if it, anything at all um you can contact me at uh www more mental health solutions.com yes sir and 
It is the four four minute mark in DF and Universe, and you have listened to another. And I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it continuously. We'll, 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 <laughs> see, we'll see for how long. Yes, sir. Peace to the universe. Peace to the God.